wasn't Miley Stewart literally 12? She was in the seventh yeah, grade she was when in that the show seventh started. Grade. When she was dating Corbin Blue and she put ketchup all over her hand. <gasps> that changed something in my brain. That scene was traumatizing for me. For me, I can't have ketchup without thinking about that scene. Jessica and Cameron are college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and reflect on our times as Disney star wannabes. Disney star wannabes. And let's face it, I'm still a Disney star wannabe. If yeah. they, I feel like now I'm going to have to be the mom. No, and I could do that. But I would do it. In a heartbeat. I, like, literally, Kenny Ortega, call me up. <laughs> right. Casting directors. <laughs> Casting directors. Here we are. We are ready. We can sing. We can dance. We can act. Yeah. And most of the Disney stars could only do each at 60% right. on average. We could probably even tap if you wanted us to. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Easy. Plus, we're good looking. We're funny. We're kind. We're hardworking. Yeah. Yeah. We're silly. <laughs> we're everything you need in a Disney star. Yeah. What does Zendaya have that we don't? Tom Holland? Fair point. But once we're Disney Channel stars... Game changer. Game changer. Zendaya, you didn't hear it here, but we're coming for your man. Watch out. Yeah. But today we're taking you through some Disney Channel things. We're going to cover the tropes, the sounds, the stars, and the clothes of the mid-2000s mm -hmm. Disney Channel, which mm -hmm. is when I think it was its peak, but I feel like everyone probably thinks it's their peak yeah. in their era. I don't know. I feel like Disney really did, though, peak for us, because I feel like I, I just don't... I mean, I don't feel like Disney Channel wasn't around when my parents were watching TV. That's so true. I don't know what they were up to, what they were watching, but I know it wasn't Disney Channel. I know it probably wasn't making them dream as big as it was making us. Right. And, like, I don't know what Disney Channel is cranking out now. That should be something we should explore. What's Disney Channel up to these days? Who are the stars? But first and foremost, I want to know your Disney Channel, DCOMs, TV shows, what have you. Yeah. Big three. My big three. <sighs> Okay, I'm not going to assign anything to them yet. So in no particular order, Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, High School Musical, the series. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think my big three without being assigned are Hannah Montana and High School Musical also. And I'm going to say good luck, Charlie. Good luck. I, I had a feeling you seem like a good luck, Charlie girl because all those kids, you love kids. And I feel like she's what closed me out. Like that was the last show that I watched. Yeah. But I feel like she ended like our sixth grade-ish year, and so I, like, she kind of closed me out of my Disney Channel era. Yeah. I loved Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, I would still watch that, I think, to this day. We should watch it. That was Natalie's favorite show. I love fan... I'm surprised you liked it, because you don't like... You don't like fantasy. I know, but I loved the high school portion of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my son... Even though I feel like High School Musical and Hannah Montana had bigger impacts on me, I think... Good Luck Charlie has to be my son because I feel like if I'm thinking about Teddy, mm. I feel like she and I are operate similarly in the world. You are the same girl. Mm -hmm. What was the one that Debbie Ryan was in? Jesse. Hey, say Jesse can choke. That was that was that was when it started going downhill. Yeah. Either it started going downhill or I started getting older. And I can't be the judge of that. All I know is that Jesse can choke and the rest of the cast can too. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think my son, what is the son? Just like the main, the big one. Hannah Montana. Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. I loved Hannah Montana. Yeah. Okay. Moon. This is like your emotional energy. 
And what's the third one? What you put into the world. Okay. I think my moon is High School Musical. And my other one... Your moon. Wait, no, your rising. My rising is Wizards of Waverly Place. That makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it? Because you're putting out a little wizard witchy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, we are not astrology girls, no. so please don't come for us if we got please this wrong. Don't. We're Googling. We thought it'd be funny. Is this where we get canceled? <laughs> We've been waiting to get canceled now that we're public. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, my son is... Good luck, Charlie. Yeah. I think my moon has to be High School Musical, too, because I feel like that emotionally just influenced how I see the world. Like, right. the singing, the dancing everywhere, the yeah. drama, the love triangles. Like, that, I will never not be disappointed for how my high school experience turned out because no one was breakdancing on a table. Yeah. Even though we said we hate flash mobs, there was a disappointingly low amount of flash mobs in my high school experience. Yeah. And then my rising has to be Hannah Montana because I feel like she influenced me in a way where sometimes I'm presenting as Miley Stewart. Yeah. And sometimes I'm presenting as Hannah, depending on who I'm with. Or what was it? Alexis, Texas. Alexis, Te- see? So that is what I'm putting into the world. Yeah. I have my Alexis, Texas era. Yeah. For those that don't know, I did, yeah, I was serenading my fellow bus passengers on the way to the first grade under I... the Elias. Was, is it Elias? Elias? What the Alias? are you talking about? Like when you, like Dr. Seuss. Oh, alias? Alias, yeah. <laughs> Alexis, Texas was my alias. I, here's the thing. I feel like, and I've said it before and I'll probably say it again, and this is with so much peace and love. Thank you. But I feel like you were insufferable as a child. I, I think I was. And I'm just, we've said it, we've said it before and we'll say it again. I'm so glad our paths crossed when they did. Because I feel like you would have also driven me up the wall as a child. Yes. We yes. Would have, we would have been getting We would have been mortal enemies. And like, it is just such an interesting twist of fate because the universe laid out two paths for us. It's either codependency or hating each other. Mm-hmm. And there's no in-between. <laughs> Literally no in-between. <laughs> and I felt like when we met really was the sweet spot because yeah. it was... We were vulnerable. We, well, we were vulnerable, but also we were still bringing enough of the OG selves to bring to the table to have some of our OG selves to bleed into the other. Yeah. And then you stir that pot. And Mix you get it all you together <laughs> and you know that it's yes! the best of both Literally worlds. the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> um yes okay so our big three yes let's talk about the tropes let's talk about the tropes because one thing that disney channel is going to do in the early 2000s is hit us with a trope trope it up there mm-hmm. is love triangles mm-hmm. left and right left and right there was not one show that did not have a love triangle at some point mm-hmm. I, there was also not one show well wizards had wizards and good luck charlie both parents were in the picture yeah gabriella I don't know where her father was. No. Hannah Montana, we know where her mother was, but she wasn't around. Not with us. I'm trying to think of other shows. Zach and Cody, their dad wasn't in the picture. Yeah. There were just so few examples of a child without parental trauma. Yes. Because one thing that the Disney Channel loves to do is hit us with trauma. What were we watching the other day that had so much trauma? Oh my gosh, what was it? It, oh, it was that... That new Netflix, <laughs> yes, movie, the new Netflix movie with Reese Your Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. Not as good of a... Well, I loved you it. You fell asleep. I, was, I fell asleep, but I was also giggling it up. <laughs> you were. But, like, in a way that was... I know it's not going to do well at, like, a competition. No. <laughs> no. Your Place or Mine is not going to Sundance. 
<laughs> but like it was it served its purpose but it was just every single movie trope that you could imagine they shoved into that hour and 47 minutes and whoever ashton kutcher was whoever was his scene partner he was gonna trauma dump <laughs> And that's such a white male thing of him to do. So true. And then... Remember how you got trauma dumped on on the plane? Oh, I get trauma dumped on all the time. I think it's my face. I don't know. People don't talk to me. I think it's my face. People talk to me. (laughs) It happens all the time on planes. I've had so many plane confessions. I've never spoken to a person on a plane. I've never either, but people speak to me. I think the whole parental trauma thing is not too much of them wanting the trauma, but them spending so much money to have a child actor mm. because that comes with so many added costs that they run out of budget. Yeah, yeah. So they can only afford one parent. And like they, let's be honest, the writer's room in the Disney Channel headquarters, they're not digging that deep. <laughs> they're, because again, they're just pulling the tropes and they're reducing, reusing, recycling. <laughs> Everything we saw play out in Hannah Montana has played out in... High School Musical has played out in Lemonade yes. Mouth, you yes. know? I will say, like, I do, I really do wonder, specifically, I think, with Hannah Montana. Well, actually, you know what? The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody as well. Who birthed those ideas? Who said that we need this little boy to be named Rico, and we need him to have a little stand on the beach? Who's buying food from a nine-year-old? And how did he get his license? Is he licensed? Is he running an illegal cheese jerky stand? I feel like it's got to be illegal. But something tells me, like, Rico has his ends. Yeah. Oh, he's connected to the people that matter. And by that, I do mean the mafia. Oh, like, Rico and the mafia, their titans can be birds of a feather. Birds of a feather. Rico and the mafia are what Hannah Montana is to Miley Stewart. Yep. Yep. This different sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're mixing it all together. Yes. Another trope-esque type of thing that Disney did is they had the same like sense of humor like there if i heard a joke i could tell you if it was a disney channel joke yeah it's the whole like i don't i'm trying to give an example but it's like did you ever laugh at it maybe i don't remember like i remember being entertained by the disney channel and being entertained by the shows but i don't remember ever like busting out a that's laugh. true i feel like i wasn't at disney channel to make me laugh. I was there to make them... It was making me feel something. Yes. Yes. And because of the way that, like, the characters that were portrayed at the age that we were consuming that media, it was, like, so much of the media I was consuming was, I will be there at some point. Because I was young, and they were marginally older where it made a huge difference. They were, like, the cool older sibling. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, that's where I'm headed. I have my eyes on the prize, and it is to be a wildcat. And, like, let's talk about how unrealistic that is because I was thinking at 17, in mm-hmm. a mere 10, 11 years, yeah. I'm going to be going on a world tour. <laughs> I'm going to be an international superstar. Yeah. yeah. Also, though, wasn't Miley Stewart literally 12? She was in the seventh yeah, grade she when was that in the show seventh started. Grade when she was dating Corbin Blue and she put ketchup all over her hand. <gasps> that changed something in my brain. That scene was traumatizing for me. For me, I can't have ketchup without thinking about that scene. Really? It, every time I have ketchup, I think of Miley. That was so gross of her to do. The other Hannah Montana scene that like changed my brain chemistry is there's a scene where Jackson is cutting his toenails, and he like posts in the fridge that it's toenail clipping day. I can't cut my nails without thinking of that scene. That's weird. Really? Yeah. Because I, every time, I feel like I've even referenced it to you have. before. You, you told me about it every time you've cut your toenails. <laughs> I just, I can't, I just which, think of him. The frequency in which you're cutting your toenails is astounding. 
I need to see a podiatrist. I think that needs to be top of the list once you get insurance. Once I get my insurance. Once I get my insurance, I'm going to the podiatrist. Are they hard to see? I hope not. (laughs) But girl, the thing is, is like once that insurance hits, I know you're planning to do a full body. Detailed. Yeah. (laughs) A detailing. And like your dogs are the foundation of this machine. And people say invest in the things that separate from the ground. Yeah. Mattresses, tires, and shoes. And so that means I should go to the podiatrist. Yes, exactly. Because you have to have strong bones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A strong yeah. foundation. Yeah. It needs to be done. It does need to be done. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the jokes that they made, mm-hmm. I think that leads us right into the sounds. Because yeah. one thing we need to highlight is that laugh track. Yes. If you weren't watching Disney Channel in the early 2000s, maybe you don't know, but specifically in Hannah Montana is where I think of like Disney Channel sounds, but all of the shows had a outrageously obnoxious soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that was just like up until semi-recently, the all norm. Shows, yeah. Like, cause I'm thinking like Friends had that. That's actually the only other one that I can think of I right think now. like a lot of sitcoms had yeah, it was like just cueing you thing. to laugh. Yeah. yeah. And like, first of all, don't tell me what to do. See, I loved it oh. because I like if I was like Saturday morning watching my sweet life, I didn't feel so alone. Mm. That's so sad. Because <laughs> what, what else? What, why were you feeling alone on a Saturday morning? Well, I mean, I don't think I was actively feeling alone, but like looking back, that's why it's there. It's there so you don't feel ashamed when you're laughing. Oh, I thought it was like cueing you, telling oh, you when know. you're supposed to laugh. I feel like people people want to do what other people are doing. So if you're not laughing, it'll get you laughing. If you're laughing, and then you're like. Mm. I stop that. It actually, whenever I heard the laugh track, it made me feel like I didn't want to laugh. Oh, so hmm. I feel like that is something you should examine farther. I'll work on a therapy therapist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think let's look into the psychology of laugh tracks. Yeah, I'd love to know. If you know, if you have, if you're working in film, if you have a degree in laughing, let us know what you know about laugh tracks Mm -hmm. because we have questions. Yeah. Um, I think something that is so innately powerful about the Hannah Montana show was the transition sounds. Absolutely. And I feel like those have had a resurgence with TikTok. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And the way that I knew what, like they really did cue me in for what kind of scene is coming. Yes. If she's, if I hear that one, I know she's about to be out on that little porch looking at the stars thinking of her mom. And she's going to have like a little shawl wrapped around her. And Billy Ray's going to come and be like, Miles, what's that you down, baby (laughs) girl? No, but he really did. Miles, that was his thing. Yeah. 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 Um... What were some others? Because they really did have such a strong emotion attached to everyone. What was the happy one? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah. But did the other Disney Channel shows have this? No. Too? I'm trying to think. Because like, Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, Miley Stewart, Billy Ray Cyrus, that was the only one where a transition sound like that would make sense. Because it's not going to make sense in a Sweet Life on Zack and Deck. <laughs> Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. But I forgot about Sweet Life on Deck until now, but I liked that show so much better than Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Because it was the melding of the worlds. It was the melding of the worlds. A part of me is always supposed to be on a cruise ship, and I think that's when I first discovered that. We need to go on a and cousin's cruise. We do. When Will has another gig, he needs to get a gig on a cruise ship. Yeah. Um, And I'll admit it. I've eaten my word since, but I love Debbie Ryan on that show. I loved her character, Bailey. I don't remember her. She was the one she dated Cody. She's a farm girl. 
brainiac. I believe you. Thank you. Speaking of Zach and Cody, okay. Did you have did you have a Zach or Cody? Of course I had a Zach or Cody. I want you to guess. It was Zach and I was Cody. And that makes so should we be Zach and Cody for Halloween? Yes! That would be yes. so funny. Yes. We've been thinking about our Halloween costumes, and so far we've had some really, really great ideas. Mm-hmm. So get ready for this year's Halloween episode. Because it's going to rock your world. Whole night. Yeah. Um, I think that depending on... I can tell any girl who they will become, depending on if they are a Zach or a Cody. It's the same thing with the One Direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I can look at a girl and I can tell you which Zach or Cody she was after, which One Direction she was after. That's like the most accurate personality quiz out there. Absolutely. Enneagram, forget about it. Astrology, forget about it. Tell me if you are Zach or Cody. And that's all I need to know. All we need to know. And if you're a real wild card, mm. you are a Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby. <laughs> and those, those girls are different. And I'm trying to think if I know any. I hope not. I don't think I do. Um, The music. Yeah. Because for some reason, every Disney Channel star was was singing. Whether in their show, out of their show, Disney was cranking out the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing about Disney was that they were churning out child stars day in, day out. It was Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, but Disney stars. Yes. Can we talk about, you're watching the Disney Channel. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Did you practice yours? Yeah. 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 And I had the timing. I had what shows I was in. Mm-hmm. I had the poses, the smile. Can you hit me with it? I'm Cameron, and you're watching Cousin Time. Da, 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 da. <gasps> Shut up. Up, that timing was perfect. You gotta start the mouse a little before the song. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> hey, this is Jessica, and you're watching Cousin Time. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> that was pretty good. I wasn't seeing the mouse. I'll be honest. Well, it was abstract. I saw more of a lightning bolt, <laughs> but I was loving the attitude. Disney Channel meets Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing was the songs was like those were my anthems. They mm. they were my hobby, my passion. What songs? Pretty much all of them, specifically the high school musical, any Gabriella number, Gotta Go My Own Way. I was I was selling my time to buy my brother's time so that he would sing Troy's part. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I will do 30 minutes of whatever like fixation he currently had yeah. if you will sing this song with me. Yeah. But I have to break up with somebody right now and it's gonna have to be you. And, like, when you need to break up and the only person that's there that can be of eligibility is your brother, you do it. Because at least you're breaking up not getting together. Ex- and, like, that's what matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The When There Was Me and You, mm-hmm. that choreo changed me, too, because she had her little, like, it was, like, banister-specific choreo. Yeah. She's wrapping her little wingspan around mm-hmm. it, rubbing it up and down, twirling mm-hmm. herself around. And, yeah, squatting. I was squatting, like, but a fully, like, like, it was all on the knees, not the legs. I agree. And, yeah, I was doing that on my banister. Mm-hmm. This makes me think about the clothes of Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's go there. Because, as we mentioned last week, they were going to layer. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to layer everything. Every little thing was going to have at least five other layers. And the pants, they are going to be low-rise. Low, 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 low. Low-rise. And, like, there's probably going to be some Bermuda shorts. 
and some khaki pants absolutely and there's gonna be a head accessory yeah yeah it could be a headband Mm -hmm. it could be a hat a beret specifically beret specifically it could be a scarf yeah my one of my favorite things that hannah montana did was when she wore and maybe we need to bring this back but those like little thin scarves that were glittery like minuscule yes yes. like she's wearing a piece of string around her neck Mm -hmm. and we are eating it up yeah which makes me think about hannah montana's closet (gasps) hannah montana's closet let's talk about it what's a girl gotta do to get a closet like that? what's a girl gotta do I need it. No, I need it. The way she had, like, I I dreamed of that day in and day out. Yeah. I dreamed of that. Yeah. When, do you remember, oh my God, the, like, later seasons of Hannah Montana when (laughs) they moved into their new house and, like, that whole reveal of Miley's room, the new closet, everything, everything that was going on in that episode of Hannah Montana, I rewatched it over and over and over again. Hannah Montana forever, that season was when her hair, remember? Because it had been straight with the bangs. Now it was not as blunt, a little bit wavy. And the bangs were like... Like, blended in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... Because that stopped me in my tracks. I said, girl... Yeah. You've peaked. Yeah. You're slaying. Your Honor. We are slaying. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the wigs that were coming out were starting to change because, listen... You were not a GLU if you didn't have at least one Hannah Montana wig. Do you remember when you broke my Hannah Montana wig? I do, vividly. I had just bought it, too. And just for context, this this conversation that we're having right now took place within the past year at this mm-hmm. event. It was April 2022. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was so rude of you. It so was an accident, though. But you you couldn't have exercised more caution. <laughs> Heard and respected. Um, I also want to talk about how there was always, like, one character, because, like, let's face it, they were all dressing pretty quirkily, but they always had to have, they always had to have the one character that was, like, a little bit more, like, Lily. She was always just a little bit more outside the box with her clothes. Harper. Harper. She was a lot outside the box with her clothes. Her cupcake outfit with the cupcake on the head. And let's put some respect on Harper's name. Put some respect on her name because she made all of that. She made all of that. How did she have the time when she was also top of the class in endorsing a sandwich shop, keeping the secrets of wizards, and she was handmaking her clothes every day? Every day. Every day a new outfit. And it wasn't like a little, like, sewn small little shirt. Like, that's not what we're talking. We're talking costumes. We're talking elaborate. She is the perfect icon. She fits right in with the likes of Lady Gaga. But she's not getting the recognition she deserves. What's her name from Moira. Moira. Harper walks so Moira could run. Literally, you actually took the words. Like, I took the breath to say that, and you said it. Yeah. That was insane. Mm Mm-hmm. Cousin Connection. (laughs) Wow. Do you remember Target had a hot second where they were, it was like D, like the Disney D's signed? I didn't go to Target oh, as a child. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, you missed out on this because every like two or three months, Target would put out a new, they would drop girls' clothing that was in the style. Shut up! Of one of the characters. So there was like a Miley Stewart drop. There was an Alex from Wizards drop. There was like all kinds of drops. I had this shirt from the Alex line that I was obsessed with. It was like this green shirt with like a cream lace. I wore it everywhere. That's so good. That was one of the best business moves I feel like Disney's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Because Disney is going to appeal to their audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way they kept it rotating was I had to go to a new piece 
four times a year. You yeah. Know? Let's talk about the Disney stars. Yeah, yeah. The because we we've broached the topic. They're, we're talking kids. We're talking child stars. But the way that Disney treated their child stars, I'm gonna say it. Not okay. Not good, especially the girls. The girls growing up as a female Disney star in the early 2000s, like it was my dream. But in hindsight, is 2020 a nightmare? Yeah. I just feel like there was, I feel like Disney's gotten better at it now based on my innate knowledge of HSMTMTS in the cast, but they just had like no freedom, which I get like, I guess they're trying to get this like squeaky clean Mm -hmm. image, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, these are kids who are going through, they're becoming adults while they're on your channel and they're not allowed any sort of identity outside of their 13 year old characters. Yes. And like, it's, it's not like setting up a great example for the young gals that are watching them because then it's like Miley Cyrus when she did the Vanity Fair photo shoot and she was placed in the sheet for context. Miley Cyrus did a Vanity Fair Fair photo shoot many, many moons ago where like she was like wrapped in a sheet and it was a backlash out the wazoo. Disney made her apologize. She later like revoked that apology. But like the fact that we were shaming a child star for her body when she literally had no say in the shoot no because if she had if she was being controlled so much as to she had to apologize she did not have the autonomy to be like here's i'm wearing a sheet to the shoot right she was put in that yes and then we're gonna get mad at her for like i just i can't imagine how frustrating that must have been Mm -hmm. and like that's what caused her whole whiplash era whatever you want to call it and obviously she is a grown girl now but like that must have been so hard i can't imagine having been like this national figurehead i'll say it yeah role model since the age of 12 and then have to come into my own because like i just can't imagine how like growing up as a disney star especially a female disney star impacts your whole identity but like your perception of your own identity Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah because you're locked you're so viewed as that character Mm -hmm. because it's there's no room for you to be anything but that character because the way they were sending them on tour oh my gosh the hannah montana tour the high school musical tour yeah yeah where were you when you found out that it wasn't zach efron singing it was drew seeley on this couch the other night oh (laughs) (laughs) does anybody else remember where they were because i was in my house's basement kneeling down listening to it when i don't know who told me the news someone told me the news and i said what do you mean zach Efron's not on tour they said well he actually can't sing so it's drew seeley that ruined my life yeah and like we're still recovering at least i am that was the first time i had ever been betrayed i had been fed a lie but yeah like because they're taking these characters and then putting them on tour Mm -hmm. you're that character all the time right weird and like you go out in public you're not yourself you are your character Mm -hmm. because of the way that like we uh, all, all of us children, were so obsessed with the Disney Channel stars. Like, they had no choice but to be who that character mm-hmm. was. Something I find really interesting, though, is I feel like so many of the Disney Channel stars are still so, re- like, relevant today. So Disney was doing a lot of wrong, but they were doing something right. Because, like, right. Miley, top of the charts. Selena Gomez, she's still acting and has songs and everything. Zendaya. Huge. We didn't even talk about Shake It Up. No, because I feel like that was kind of, we were... On the outskirts. Yeah. I still loved it, though. I'll say But it. they had a line at Designed. Yeah. But yeah, like, Zendaya is one of the most famous ladies in the yeah. world. Cole Sprouse. Yeah. He's acting. Like, 
I feel like there's so many success stories. Bridget yeah. Mendler, she's mm. got a PhD. Yeah. Disney's doing a lot of things wrong. They did a few things right. I guess so, because they were they were churning out shows. They were churning out shows. They were churning out children. And we were eating it up. Eating it up. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I don't think I have any other thoughts. I think if you are a former Disney Child star, let us know. I want to talk to all thought. of the Disney Child stars. And Ross Lynch. She was another one that's still there. Ross big. Lynch. Yeah. So, like, if that's you, or honestly, honestly, even if you were, like, in the background, let me know. CousinTimePod at gmail.com. Hit us up. Yeah. Like, Ashley Tisdale. <gasps> I want her on the pod. Me too. Aquanote. So this week we were thinking about cursed places and spaces. And by this I mean spaces or places that have awful energy. So my first one is an early 2000s Kmart. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Kmarts were like around everywhere, but because I grew up in a very rural area, Kmart was our target. Like, that's where we went for, like, all of our shopping. And, like, I can, like, see it so, so clearly in my mind's eye because the Kmart was right next to the Ingles. So I was there frequently because that's a grocery store. And I would sometimes convince my parents to let us zip, zap, zop over to the Kmart so I could look at a little Barbie doll, Mm -hmm. look at a Wii game, Mm. the littlest pet shops, and, like, I can, like, see the aisles in my mind's eye. And the Kmart closed down like 10 years ago but I miss it like I wish I could go in there mm-hmm. wait I'm like have a lump in my throat I'm so sorry that about I your know loss. this is gonna be this way for me I like we didn't have a Kmart where I live but there was a Kmart by where my grandma lived mm-hmm. and I I know the energy I also got lost in there once like I get it <laughs> have, have you ever been lost as a kid yeah yeah I've been lost as a kid <laughs> I remember being so scared I was like where's my dad where's my grandma yeah Kmart's are an interesting place. Yeah. Really, really weird vibes. They have everything. I mean, it's 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 what it is. It's a Walmart. It's a Target. It's a Kmart. They but got dirtier. Clothes, but dirtier. That's the kicker. I remember going to get like school supplies from the Kmart, and then like school like clothes and all of it because it was literally the only thing we had. The nostalgia that's hitting me right now. But it's cursed all the same. Mm-hmm. My next one is an Irish dancing competition. Yeah. The things that they wear, the way that their hair is, the sounds that their feet make, the little jumps that they do, I don't want to be anywhere near that. I love Irish dancing. They used to always have the Irish dancers come to our school. Really? In the calf, remember? On (gasps) St. Patrick's Day? Oh my god, you're right. The little ones. (laughs) The children. I didn't like it. I I loved it. I just feel like if you're Irish dancing, your political views don't align with mine. I feel like you're insulting a culture. Yeah. It feels wrong. Unless no, I mean you. Oh, me. I'm insulting a culture. The Irish culture. I don't know. If you're... Why are they dancing here? Okay, wait. Maybe that's wrong. I mean, because immigration. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to get canceled. No. I mean, Might be. I'm so sorry. If you are an Irish dancer, I respect your craft. Or an Irish immigrant. <laughs> you're welcome here. You're welcome here, and I respect your craft. My next one, this is also pretty hateful of me, but West Virginia. <laughs> We've told our West Virginia tale. I don't think there. I'm trying to picture, I'm trying to broaden my view of West Virginia to okay. say there's probably other cities there than the one we were in, but I, something tells me they're all the same. We drove through the majority of West Virginia. And it all did seem like a place 
I didn't want to leave my car. A cursed place. If you live it, to our West Virginia listeners, when are you free? Because I want you on the pod. Does West Virginia have airplanes? Can they get you here? <laughs> Let us know because we have at least 10 questions. <laughs> if you have time for 11, we've got 11. <laughs> um, skating rinks that have since been converted to other things. No, that's messed up. Like, I know you can think of one. Yeah. And it's weird. The one in my hometown is now a Planet Fitness. Just gives me the heebie-jeebies. No, totally. Um, the green room of a kid's bot performance. Because what's going on in there? Because there's show circle. There's a show circle. There's dance moms galore. Oh my god, yeah. The way it smells of hairspray, BO, and Axe cologne at the same time. A whole corroboration that's no one wants to be near. The way some of the kids pop kids are definitely stealing a kiss. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a unique place for sure. Oh, without a doubt. Um, next up, I've got the neighborhood pool bathroom slash shower room because it's giving wet toilet paper, wet toilet paper, cement is the only thing that you see. Foot fungus. Foot fungus galore. There's no way you're walking in without one and coming out uh-uh. without one. <laughs> you are fighting your demons in the bathroom trying to put on your wet bathing suit <laughs> yes it's literally ripping your skin off you're not sure what you're seeing if it's pool water yeah toilet water or pee you're nauseous for so many reasons you're probably crying because either you don't want to leave you don't want to be there or your mom's making making you wait 30 minutes after your lunch yeah nothing good ever happens in the bathroom slash shower room of a neighborhood pool um next i've got the basement yes for those who don't know this was a building on our college campus and what i wrote in parentheses here was the girls bathroom specifically the girls bathroom of that building because what i remember is the bathroom door the stall doors being about yay tall definitely not as high as they should be Mm -mm. because i i'm five three on a good day Mm -hmm. i should never be able to see over anything (laughs) Let alone a bathroom stall No, door. I mean, I was, when I stood up, my whole head was over you the top. You were able to converse with whoever you want in yes. there. And it's like, if, you, if you're pulling up your pants, your eyes, <laughs> they've got to be straight yes. ahead. Because dare you look anywhere else, you're seeing something you shouldn't. Yes, yes. You're getting into some sort of Title IX violation. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous place. And I'll say it, there's ghosts down there. There's, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hometown grocery store. This one is cursed for a variety of reasons because this is luck of the draw. Yeah. If you're home at the holidays and you go to your hometown grocery store, you're bumping into at least five, if not six people you know. Yeah. And you're having to decide, do I know them well enough and do I like them enough to stop and have a conversation? Mm -hmm. Are they going to approach me? Mm -hmm. It's like you could bump into your friend who you you need to see while you're home anyways. You could bump into somebody you're not hoping to see. I always see my sworn enemies at the grocery store. Yeah. And then my final one is a Sonic drive-in. I love Sonic. I have never been to a Sonic that's gotten me my food in less than 92 minutes. (laughs) Remember how I used to skate? Yeah, and... Why? Bring back manly men. (laughs) Why are we not skating at Sonic anymore? Why are we not skating at Sonic? Excuse me. 
put on put some your blades on and get Lace out here. up. Yeah. I want my slice up bra on a little tray while you're wobbling. Lace up and get that sweet ass out here is what I'm saying. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> let's rejuvenate the Sonics. I agree 100%. Because... Once they took the skates away, I was going through the drive-thru in an effort no, yeah. to try to speed things up. Right. But they were still not being as speedy as they should be. Yeah. Um, I've cried out of Sonic. Have you? <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone's cried out of Sonic. Mm-hmm. It's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Slays and dismays. Let's do it. Mm, mine's actually pretty easy right now. My sleigh is the meatballs you made me for dinner. <gasps> really? Yeah. I was so worried you weren't going to like them. No, I was worried I wasn't going to like them too. I was like bracing myself to say, mmm. <laughs> and I wish you would just be honest. I wish if you didn't like something, you'd say, I don't like it. Girl, you would have been able to tell. <laughs> You're not an actress. <laughs> but they were so good. Like, I'm thinking about them right now. They're pretty bomb diggity. They're bomb diggity for sure. And my dismay, today is February 15th. I'll say it. Full disclosure, it's February 15th. Yesterday was February 14th, which was, for me, my new worst day of the year as a middle school teacher. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think I even need to say anymore. You yeah, can I fill in the blanks. <laughs> Connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think both my slain dismay are connected to this year pod. Okay, hit it. The dismay is the cake I made us. Okay, I knew it was going to be a cake. <laughs> I attempted to make us a celebration cake for hitting our first, like, listener milestone. Yeah. And it didn't look anything like the pictures. It didn't taste anything like the pictures. Everything that could have gone wrong in the process of making it went wrong. I... You and I were innovating new ways to cook, bake, and decorate uh-huh. that the Food Network, their jaws would have been on the floor. Uh-huh. If I had been on a Food Network show, the whole episode would have been about me. Yeah. There'd be no screen time for anyone else. Nope. Anyways, that's my dismay. Because mm-hmm. I just, I was really wanting it to go better. And, and like, I've been challenged before. And so have you. And we'll be challenged again. We'll this was just another again. challenge. I think the worst part of it, though, was after all was said and done. Well... Yes. Sitting on the couch and eating it and it just not going down. <laughs> How is it still here? How is it so moist yet so dry at the same time? Because, like, it was wet. Like, it, it was moist. But it was sticking to the roof of my mouth like nothing else ever has. I don't know how it made it down in my throat. We were, we were hitting our water bowl. Yeah. And, yeah, I might have more tonight. <laughs> Um, my dis, or my sleigh, uh-huh. my sleigh is this pod. I'm having <laughs> so much fun with it. She loves it. It's pod. probably so much joy. Yeah. I think, well, we were talking about this the other day. I, I am having a lot of thoughts right now about mm-hmm. creativity. Yeah. And I feel like when you're a child, creativity is robust. It is encouraged. You're bringing home what you drew at school and it's going on the fridge. Yeah. You're making up a dance. You're showing it to your whole family. Absolutely, you are. You're making movies. You're writing songs, whatever. Like, creativity is just free-flowing and encouraged. And then you hit a certain age and... It's soci- stifled. Yeah, societal, like, messaging is don't do it unless you're going to pursue it as a career. Unless, unless you're, you're good like, enough. good enough for it. And, like, we shouldn't have to, like, sell our products or, right. like, excel in our craft to create like creativity should just be to create yeah and i feel like i'm repairing my relationship with creativity through this pod girl that's so beautiful because it's just so fun to do and i feel like even like we went public we made our social media but even that's added a new element of of creativity. creativity and like 
we don't have to have a million followers. We no. don't have to be full-time podcasters. We can have four followers can, and I'm happy. We can just do it for fun. Yes. And that's okay. Because it's so fun. And like, I get satisfaction literally just from seeing our little name on Spotify. Like, cause that's, we created that. We created this whole thing. We did like the cover. We planned the episodes. We set it up. We're technological gurus. Yeah. We record, we edit, we make all the content. A lot of we when it's really you, but yes. <laughs> like, it's just such a good outlet. It is. I love it. Wow. What a beautiful note to end on today. <laughs> I tried to. Wow. Um, well, if you were an early 2000s Disney Channel viewer, let us know what your big three are. Mm-hmm. If you are a former Disney Child star, immediately begging you in our inbox, please get your agent to contact ours. Yeah, yeah. Um, and tune in next week. Yeah, we're breaking free, <laughs> soaring and flying. <laughs> <laughs>